It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Bit of a auspicious beginning to the show there <laughs> good way to kick off dallas week but That's first right. but first but first my man most hit him <laughs> james happy birthday my man <laughs> happy birthday thanks buddy happy birthday you and Moe's getting together. Inspiring, yeah. I love it. I the love big, it. The big 21, man. How's it feel? <laughs> I can finally drink. You can it's finally so drink. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. I guess like times two. Yeah. Full yeah. credit to Elliot. It was his idea. That's, Happy birthday, James. Thanks, buddy. Very cool. I really appreciate it. It is, uh, it's honestly no joke. You know, you're, you only turn 40 once. It's certainly. Well, you turn only every age once. <laughs> I know. It's true. Uh, it's a big one, as yeah. they say. Certainly a lot of How's it feel? It it feels different. Yeah. It feels good. Look, here's honestly from the bottom of my heart, like if I could do any one thing mm. on my 40th birthday, be anywhere, it would be right here. It's the opportunity to host a show yeah. on WIP on my 40th birthday, one of my best bud. Like this is a, a really cool thing, and I, I appreciate everyone giving me the opportunity. Well, to if the perfect way to start the show is not saying happy birthday to you, it is Dallas week. So I know the other way that only you would want to start the show. Dallas sucks. There it is. Thank Dallas you very much. Suck. Dallas sucks so there it hard. Is. And it, let's get into it. And thank you, Elliot. And thank you, everyone no who's wished me happy birthday on social media and all that stuff. I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. It's way too kind. Way too kind. Uh, all right. Let's get into it because it is Dallas week, man. It, it is, is. It is a uh, honestly a, a big game. From uh, I know it's only the third week of the season. Yeah. There's no must win, can't lose stuff this early in the season. But it does feel like this game, Elliot has the potential to be a kind of pivot point game. When you look at the schedule coming up with Kansas City and a 3-0 and Panthers team and Tampa Bay, and you know it gets a little scary when you look past this Cowboys game to say, all right, if they don't win on Monday night, it could get ugly potentially. So you said there's no must-win game in week three or can't lose or whatever, however you want to put it. I don't know, man. Oh, like, oh, look, wow. if, if you are a consistent Go Birds listener, you know all offseason – me and you have debated what's going to happen with this team, yeah. right? And I have said, I think they're going to win the division. I think they're better than people think. And in week one, I looked right. Week two, not so much. <laughs> but here's what I would say. 
being around the team consistently, you know, since training camp started, man, this is a big one. Like, this is one they have got to have. Because if you go to Dallas on Monday night and lose, now, look, if it's competitive, like, you could, you know, splice it different ways. But I think going into that environment is going to be very tough for Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. I think, like, the Cowboys are playing really well right now. They've played two really good teams. The Eagles have played, in my opinion, one bad team and one okay team. We disagree on the Niners. But regardless, the Dallas, Dallas has played better competition. But if you lose this game, you're one and two. Then you have the Chiefs. You know, who knows? But you're one and three, mm-hmm. more than likely. At Carolina, who is undefeated, you know, they're going to be without McCaffrey probably. But still, that looks like a tough game. Then you have, uh, you know, the the Bucks, right, on a short schedule. Now, you get them coming off the Patriots, so who knows? It's not. They're coming off Miami. I thought they were coming no, off the Patriots. No, I think they're Patri- coming off the Patriots. You're positive? I looked it up this week. I, wow. I, think, I, I can't remember who said it, but someone— I've is, said it multiple times. Yeah, I guess they I are not. I, I thought so, too. It's actually off of Miami they're okay. coming off of. But still a short week coming into Philly. So that's a, a loss. I mean, <laughs> so, like, I mean, if in all seriousness, if you lose tomorrow— you could potentially drop to like one and five. And in this division, anything's possible. Like, I think come December, the Eagles will be in the division hunt. And then you have games at home. So, in that way, I don't think it's a must win just because I think Washington's bad. I think the Giants are going to be one of the five worst teams in the league. And we'll see if Dallas can keep it up. But man, they need this win. And not only do they need it from a standings perspective, if you're Sirianni and you can go in on Monday night and beat the Cowboys, that is like a foundation setter. That's like the whole team is feeling great coming off of that. You go into Dallas, right? You come off a loss, you rebound and go beat your division rival, all those things. That's something you can build off of. You probably still lose to the Chiefs and the Bucks and all those things, but at least you, you, you know, you're two and one and you feel better about it. But if you lose and if it's potentially ugly, like that could, things could spiral. And then who knows how Sirianni handles that, right? Like Sirianni needs things for players to believe in him, to trust him on. That's why the week one win was so big. This Dallas win can be just as big or the loss can be just as devastating. So, again, like, you don't want to say must win in week three, but this is a huge game, like, huge game. Yeah, I feel the same way. You know, like we said, not must win, not must win, not must win, but it's a pretty big need-to-win-the-football-game kind of game, and and it's their first game in prime time, right? Nick Sirianni's first opportunity to go on the national stage, really, since the whole rock, paper, scissor, that whole thing. Like, I mean, also, like, really, ever. Ever, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's been a, an assistant coach in those type of games before, but he is the man on a Monday night in Dallas for a, for a massive game. Uh, yeah, man, like, this is a big game for Nick Sirianni. It's a big game for Jalen Hurts coming off, you know, the, the great week one performance, yeah. the less inspiring week two performance for him to go up against Dak, a quarterback who, you know, I'm sure he looks up to a quarterback who he'd like to someday emulate and all that. That's a big spot for him, too. Man, it's it's a massive game, and I, I agree with you. I think that after two weeks, and I thought coming into the season, I thought Washington was going to be better than I think they are now. Defense is not as good as I thought they'd be. Right. And they can round into shape. I think Taylor Heineke's better than I thought I would. I thought he would be, but I do think there's a real chance that that this Eagles Cowboys game is uh, one of those that we look back at at the end of the season and say how that game went. The division went like yeah. it is that kind of game between these two teams right now. So I'm with you. How are you feeling about the game? Because I get the sense from you. Yeah, I know someone who's been so incredibly positive, so so you know bolstered with his belief yeah. in this team. It feels like you're nervous about this one. I don't think this is going to go well. Oh, buddy. Now, what we, is we, going on here? We recorded the pod earlier in the week, the, the Go Birds pod. Of course, all your streaming platforms, you can go do Check that. it out. Yes. Yes. Um, and I, I said I thought that this could be ugly. 
Now, since then, I've come I've come down a little bit Good. on that. I, you know, you look at this matchup, and no Jordan Mailata, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. No Brandon Graham, obviously. So you know, no Brandon ar- Brooks. No Brandon Brooks. So like, arguably your bet, you know, one of your best offensive linemen, and then your best edge rusher not there. That's huge. But Dallas's lines are so bad. Like they are so bad. They're no Demarcus rush, Lawrence. No Demarcus Lawrence. I think they have two total sacks in, in two games or something like that. And then their offensive line is is terrible. Like they have been really bad the first two weeks. Now Dak's getting it out quickly, which kind of masks some of that, and that could be a problem on Monday night. But I still think the Eagles can have the advantage in the lines. And I also think that when you look at the Dallas, like the weapons, they're not going to have Gallup. Amari Cooper might play, but even if he does, he's not going to be 100%. So they don't have the full complement of receivers on the outside. Their secondary is not that good. So there are a lot of places where I look and say, you know what? Like the Eagles do potentially have the advantages you need in this game. But I'm worried about Nick Sirianni in this spot. Like we saw last week, home opener, you know, not a big spot in terms of public pressure, like, you know, national spotlight, but. You know, again, he's never coached games before. So, like, almost each week is the biggest game of his career. New, you know, they, they keep getting first bigger. home game. First exactly, yeah. yeah. And let's be real. Like, Sirianni choked. He choked in that spotlight, in that play-calling situation on the fourth down, you know, in that goal line Series, situation. Yep. Right. So, I don't know how he's going to react to being in Dallas Monday night. I mean, there's not many bigger stages. Like, Monday night football, Dallas Cowboys, home opener. Like, they don't get much bigger than this, especially as the Eagles head coach. So, I'm worried about him. And then, let's be real, like, the Cowboys have the better quarterback. Like, Dak is better than Jalen Hurts right now. And Hurts is playing well. You know, it's not a huge mismatch, but Dak's better. So, you know, although I think they have the advantage along the lines, you know, you know me. Like, we've we've talked for, you know, a while, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know, head coach quarterback is big for me. And I think they have the advantage there. So, I, I'm, I'm not feeling good about the game. So while Nick Sirianni is is inexperienced and has never been in this specific situation before and, and is coming off a bad week, I, you know, we talked about it on the pod. I think we both put the lion's share of the blame for that loss last week on Nick Sirianni. Yeah. I think there's blame to go around, obviously, but I think Nick probably the, the biggest culprit, so to speak. But even still, even as an unknown, he's better than Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy is a horrible, I don't know about that. a horrible head coach. Mike McCarthy every week reminds you, hey, I'm not good at this. I'm yeah. a bad head coach, so I, I'm not too worried about the coaching mismatch. I agree. I need to see Sirianni be better coming off that spot in a big spot for him. But I also think there are a lot of things going the Eagles' way. First and foremost, the fact that everyone seems to think Dallas is going to win. I, 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 one of those times where I know this is like, I got ineffable reasons, things you can't really grab onto. Honestly, ethereal. those things matter a lot more. I mean, everybody yeah. thinks Dallas is going to win. Like, it just feels like one of those spots where the line's everyone, going down. The line keeps going down. So, potentially sharp money on the Eagles. The Eagles, to your point, yes, even banged up, are still significantly better in the trenches than yeah. Dallas is. I think with the injuries Dallas have, I think it watches, kind of washes out the injuries the Eagles have. And, I just think they're being kind of dis- disrespected heading into this game. I- I- and I get it. I no, get you it. make good points, man. Like, you do. Because each week when we previewed these games, when we previewed the season, my whole thing was the trenches. Like, that was why I believed in this team. And they still have that advantage. But I don't know. You talk about the kind of, like, non-X's and O's stuff and just, like, your gut feeling. I mean, do I trust the defense in this spot too, right? Like, I, the defense has played really well through two, we- two weeks. But they've not played – I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo and Matt Ryan – are, we're at one point really good quarterbacks, but at this point, Dak's a considerably better quarterback. So I, I don't know if the defense has it in them to stay, to keep this team under 20 points. I mean, they've held both the opponents under 20 so far. So do the Eagles have it in them to get into the high 20s? And 
coming off of, you know, I know they ended up with 11, but essentially a three-point performance against the Niners, I just don't know about that. So the single biggest reason, there's one massive, most important reason why the Eagles will win on Monday night. There is no way the Philadelphia Eagles are losing the first game yeah. that they play with me as a 40-year-old against the Dallas stinking Cowboys. They yeah. will not do that to me. My team loves me enough that they will not do that to me, Elliot. I believe it. Honestly, that does matter. <laughs> Didn't they go like 4-0 after Zoe was born or something yeah, like that? Yeah, they went on a run after yeah. Zoe was born. So, so clearly your life impacts the Eagles. <laughs> and I would say, you know, a lot of big things happen to you. But turning 40, I mean – you know, pretty big. Like, pretty obviously, big. The, probably the biggest thing to happen to you since Zoe. Yeah. Oh, without so, a doubt. Yeah. So there we go. There so we maybe go. that is it. But yeah, no, I, I am. <laughs> I just have a bad feeling about this game. Two, I do. Yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Where do you stand going into this game on Monday night? A massive, massively important Eagles Cowboys game. You know, if nothing else, it's exciting to watch a Monday night Eagles Cowboys game with real implications because yeah. last season, like, yeah, they had some implications in those games, but it didn't really feel like there were implications because we all knew both teams were just horrendous. Yeah, although had like, they won that game. Yes, I, mean. I know, <laughs> but it was like, you know, this right. this feels fun. Like I'm excited yes. for a Monday night Eagles Cowboys game. Where do you stand? Are you nervous? Do you feel confident? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four Eagles Cowboys Monday night Dallas week. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Abington and talk to my good buddy, Tom Dummy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, James Seltzer, the best producer in the land. Better than Jack Fritz. Happy birthday to you. What up, Elliot? Beautiful voice, Tom. Thanks, I gotta buddy. say, that I mean, was, you know, you went for you it. You didn't strike me as a singer. I appreciate it, brother. Well, you do. You do know I sang the national anthem at the vet before a Phillies game, don't you? Is that a true story? I didn't know that. Did you really? I did. What, did you I win did. a contest? I... How did this happen? <laughs> I was in the Philadelphia Archdiocesan Boy Choir. Oh, wow. Nice. How about that? So, yeah, as a group, we sang it. But, nice. uh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, so happy birthday, James. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate hey, it. listen, as you turn 40 here, just keep in mind, okay? Mm-hmm. In your 20s, you think you know everything. Mm-hmm. In your 30s, you realize you don't know anything. In your 40s, you start to figure things out. And then in your 50s, you just don't give a crap. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I like that. I got some stuff to look forward to there, Tom. Yeah, jot that down. So, Eagles-Cowboys, huh? Um, Yeah, you know, Elliot, I heard you say that the deep ball is not an issue with Hurts, but watching that game, and I'd have to go back and count, but my recollection, I saw seven deep balls thrown Mm -hmm. by Hurts. I'd say five of them were underthrown. Well, look, I mean, let's let's we don't have to go through all seven, but there was the 91 yarder to Quez. That was a great throw. I mm-hmm. thought the Rager throw was a great throw. I mean, it should have been a touchdown if, you know, if his foot doesn't go mm-hmm. out of bounds. He had another one to Quez. I think it was I don't know if you would consider this deep, but I think it was like 29 or 30 yards, which was a good one. The Devontae Smith throw. I'd be curious to hear your opinion on that. Like, I get that it was kind of underthrown, but it's also a 65 yard throw mm-hmm. on the run. I mean, I don't, you know, that's a tough throw. So where did you see the problems? I saw the problem being that the ball was underthrown. But to Devon, no. But I'm saying the Devonte throw. Like, what what was your assessment of that? Because to me, like he he, well, he does like play he action. Slow, he's rolling he around. 
yeah, you had to slow down and, and kind of, you know, step back to even have a chance at the ball. So it's just something to keep an eye on. That's all. No, yeah, look, and I, I agree to a certain extent, but I just think of everything we've seen of Jalen, you know, before that game, we probably would have all agreed he does have, throw a great deep ball. Like, we've seen that. We saw it from him last year. We saw it from him, you know, in the uh, – well, he did miss the one to Quez in the preseason, but I saw in training mm-hmm. camp he had – he had some nice throws deep. So I'm not concerned about that yet. I think there's other things to be concerned about with Jalen, like consistent accuracy and stuff. But I yeah. I think his deep ball is actually one of his strengths. It's not my, my biggest concern, but it's definitely something I'm going to keep an eye on for sure. Now, I told you guys my biggest issue going into this season is the lack of depth on this team. Yeah. So it's bad enough that Brooks is out. Now with Mylotta, we got two-fifths of the line out. And the biggest problem of all, we got Dillard replacing Mylotta. It's not great, Tom. It's not great. Now, here's what I'll say. And I, I generally agree with you, especially on the offensive line. I, you know, I'm a big believer in cohesion and continuity being the single most important factor mm-hmm. for any offensive line. But I will say that in terms of, look, in Dillard, you know, we'll see. But when he did play last year, as long as it was at left well, ta- two years, two years ago, ago yeah. excuse me, at left tackle, like, he was okay. He wasn't horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, he was horrible at right tackle. He's not going to have to worry about right tackle. I'm not saying I expect him to be good, but I think there's a, a world where he's serviceable, where he's, like, not a total disaster out there. And and I'm a Dickerson guy. I think Dickerson's going to be fine. I think he's going to figure it out. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, and I thought he did fine, but obviously he's a work in progress. Sure. I mean, it's going to take I actually, some time. I have more concerns for this week than Dickerson than I do Dillard. Wow. So, That's and I think ultimately statement. long-term I would take Dickerson, but it's really, really hard to be a rookie with no training camp mm-hmm. and then to start That's on true. one week of practice, essentially, right? Yeah. So I think with Dillard, to, to your point, he, when he played left tackle in 2019, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't great by any stretch, but he wasn't terrible. And then let's be real, like, it's easier to block for Jalen Hurts. He's he's smarter in the pocket than Carson was. Like So I think the offensive line in general will be better. So I'll be interested to see how Dillard looks block, blocking for a, a easier quarterback to block for with more experience and then also – you know, with a better offensive coach, potentially. Like, Doug was, can, wasn't can we, great. Can, can you and I ever have a conversation where you don't take a shot at Carson Wentz? I'm just well, curious. Well, he's a huge part of this franchise still. So, yeah, he's going to come up every once in a while. <laughs> this is true. All right. So, fellas, um, I, I am concerned about Monday night, yeah. and I can't believe I'm doing this, but I am doing it. Don't. I, I, uh, I see the Eagles my losing. birthday, Tom. Yeah, I know. Listen, it's going to be a heartbreaker. It's going to come down to the wire. I got Dallas pulling it out. 3129. Oh, Tommy. I mean, I honestly, if they got I, 29 I you, buddy. points. Even though you did that on my birthday, I still love you. I, I apologize and enjoy the rest of your birthday. See you, Bowers. <laughs> Thanks, pal. So I heard uh, Ike Reese saying this earlier in the week, and I thought it was good perspective on the game. Like, I believe they're a playoff team. So for me, it's an important game to win because if you're going to make the playoffs, you have to win these divisional games, you know, mm-hmm. all those things. Sure. But if you're if you're someone who's probably more a little bit like you that thinks they could make the playoffs but is also not expecting it and just kind of seeing what they are, yep. like a 31-29 loss wouldn't be terrible. Like if they go in and put up 29 points after putting up 32 in week one and then obviously in week two we saw what happened, like that could be encouraging. Yeah, look, I'm someone who takes the loss from last week as in a lot of ways encouraging. Like I was frustrated because I thought it was a missed opportunity yeah. and I'm frustrated with the way they lost it, but – 
I I I know you and I don't see eye to eye on this, but I think San Francisco is a damn good football yeah, team. You well coached, they execute, they're disciplined, and they're talented. Like I think when we look back on the season, San Francisco is going to be a playoff team and and a, and a very good team. We're going to say, oh, they hung with a good team that week, and that's not you know. Don't, no, we're not throwing a parade for that, but well, I, they didn't I, just hang with them. I mean, they they, they should have won the game. They should have won or the game. Could have at least won the yeah. game. So uh, I uh, I'm gonna look back on that that way. But it is a great point. Look, I I think you know for me as someone again who is not expecting them to make the playoffs, and thus if they do not make the playoffs, right. in the end, I won't be upset or disappointed. I want them to. Now that I see they're better than I thought they'd be, now I'm like, all right, like yeah. hey, let's let's go for this thing. But at the same time, like I. I I agree with you. If they come out and they show up in a big spot and play good football and are in the game and it's a, a, a competitive, hard fight, I'm not going to come out disappointed. Like, I'll be bummed yeah. they, they lost, but there will be good things to take away from it. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on Eagles-Cowboys Monday night? Just a massive, massive game. Are you nervous about it? Or are you feeling confident about heading in to Dallas, we are going to roll as many calls as we can today, get to as many people as we can. Again, 215-592-9494. And let me remind you that nothing is like the home teams, nothing like the birds, pro football and college football. And for all this, we go with our home team for sports betting at the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. They're based right here in Pennsylvania. The Parks Sportsbook app is the home team. It's the only sports book that we here at Go Birds recommend. With gridiron action back in the Parksino Sportsbook, it gives you the home field advantage. So many different ways to bet. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet on the game action as it happens. It is a wild ride. You can bet on player performances, halftime score, rushing yards, who scores first, and so much more. It has easy deposits, great odds, and outstanding customer service. And more than anything, we're going to be watching these games anyway. We're sitting there watching football all day tomorrow, Monday night. Why not have a little action on these games? It's so much more fun. You're so much more invested. And, of course, Monday night, Philadelphia is a, a big one. And it's always fun to throw a few shekels on those games as well. Here's the deal. For new customers only, if you sign up right now, you get a free $50 sportsbook bet for a limited time with no deposit required. It is an amazing deal. You do not have to put in any money in your account and they just gift you $50. Download the app in the app store. Go to parkscasino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. This is a limited time offer for new customers only. A free $50 sports bet with no deposit required. And I'm sure you would agree what could fit more perfectly than to have a world party on the day you came to be. Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. I'm guessing there's going to be a theme in the Moshe Kravitz, the ones and twos. Can't go wrong with Stevie, man. Anytime, anywhere, I'm in. I recognize that song. Look at you. That? I didn't know it was Stevie Wonder, but I did recognize it. <laughs> 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on Eagles-Cowboys Monday night? Really a big game for, for a week three game. Yeah. More implications for a week three game than, than I remember in a while, for sure. Well, not just in the standings. I mean, this is big for Nick Sirianni. Like, this is a guy that's trying to to build a culture down there. He's trying to get guys to believe in him. And I think guys like Sirianni, but you just can't believe in a head coach fully until you go through games with him and you see that he he's a good coach. I mean, look, if you're the if you're an offensive player and you're coming off that Niners game, like obviously I'm sure you hold respon- you hold within yourself responsibility for the fact that they didn't score first and goal from the one. So I'm not saying they blame Sirianni, but like 
I don't know. I mean, what, what are players saying? Like, why do we call that Philly special, right? Like, what a weird play call. Why are we not sneaking it with Jalen? Like, so there are moments in any head coach's tenure when he's new where, like, there's tests that were to get players to believe in you. And I think Monday night at Dallas is a big one. Like, if they go and they win, then the beat Dallas shirt doesn't look as silly. Yeah. Putting all these shirts in everyone's locker, you know, doing a whole montage of Dallas moments. Like, that, that doesn't look as silly if you go out and you win. But if you go out and you lose and you come up small in the moment, that's where, you know, potentially things could start spiraling out of control. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on this huge game on Monday Night Eagles-Cowboys? 215-592-9494. I look on the board. Making his Go Birds debut. One of my best friends in the world. Let's talk to Tommy. Hey, pal. Yeah, buddy. Go Birds debut. This feels great. I'm loving it, bud. Happy birthday, Jim. Oh, oh. Chloe, too. What up, Chloe? Too. Oh, this Radio is awesome. Radio debut for your birthday. Uh, you guys are the best. These are my friends, Tommy and Chloe. Oh, Thanks yeah, for calling in, guys. Them. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yep. Hey, Elliot, uh, we've never met, man. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Appreciate but as you it. can imagine, you got it, man. I got to spend my time here uh, roasting the birthday boy, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's really what today is about. So you know, yeah. go for it. Everything you got it. Secondary, Elliot. Like I said, man, I'm a big fan. Other than your music takes, we got to talk about that. <laughs> well, but. I've been trying to educate James on music. You know, Queens has more hits than the Beatles, those type of things. But it, uh, it'll take time. Hopefully, another forty years to uh, to educate him on it. You're killing me, Elliot. Hey, also, Elliot. Uh, about two Thursdays ago, it was uh, NFL opening night, but uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, James is my neighbor. We get together uh, once a week or so and watch some sports. Yeah. So he gets a FaceTime. He looks down at his phone and smiles, looks at me, and he says, uh-uh. let me take this quick. Uh-uh. And, uh, and dude, you're at a wedding, and you're just calling him to tell him you love him. <laughs> it sounded like you might have had a cocktail, but it was awesome, dude. Bit, I love the yeah. love. Well, James is the man. You know that. You live around the corner from him. I mean, it sounds like you've known him for a while. But, yeah, I mean, how can you not be happy when you're around James? Like, I'm at a wedding. I'm happy. I'm like, who's going to make me even happier? I got to call my guy. So glad you got to witness that, I guess. That is so on brand. And, yeah, I'll, you know, with some limited time here, I'll keep this short. So mm-hmm. I had never met James at all. Um, I won one of those contests for the midday show. This was like three and a half years ago at this point. Yeah. Go to the Flyers game and, you know, just meet him and strike up a conversation. And for the most part, we talked about fish because I'm also a diehard fish uh, fan. So more bad music from all... you guys, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we you know talked a lot of fish. Um, I went to another game after another call in, and I was like, "Yeah, I just moved." And he was like, "Cool, where'd you move to?" And I gave him my address, and he's like, "Dude, that's a block away from me." <laughs> so yeah, so since then, you know, James and I get together for uh, you know a game or so once a week. Um, his wife, Emily, is the sweetest thing ever. His daughter Absolutely. is just a pure joy. So, dude, we love the Celters. James, I'm so happy to have become your friend. I love you, man. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to, uh, to be on with you right now. But party on, James. I love you, brother. Thanks, buddy. I'll see you later. Well, you got it. Cool. Right. Take love care, you, guys. Love you, Chloe. Love you, Tommy. Happy you birthday. Are... Thanks, guys. <laughs> Look at this. This is uh, just Who so thought this would overtake uh, Dallas? Or... I'm like ear to ear right now, as you can see. Just... I'm a love guy. What can I say? I love love. Well, man. you know our uh, that, that you know the show loves love. <laughs> we so. love love. Glad, are, glad they were able to. We call. are a pro love show. Yes, here. absolutely. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's keep it rolling with the love. Let's go to Florida and talk to Grimy. How you been, Grimy? My boys, how you? Oh, hold on. Let me get this other way real quick. Oh, it's Happy been birthday, a while. Actually. It's been a while. Happy it's birthday, been a while. Seltzer. Happy birthday, Go Birds. Happy birthday, Dallas. Yes. James' favorite version of that song That's the right best there. version I've ever heard, my friend.
Well, that and the one my daughter sang to me. (laughs) Oh, I doubt that, bro. Listen, I want to get two quick points of the game out of the way and one little sidebar. Uh, One, love you guys' guys podcast. You guys are the best in the business. Love y'all. But uh, about a game like, you know, I understand, okay, Dallas got the better quarterback. You know, Dallas has the better offensive weapons. You know, defense this and the other. But, I mean, everyone's forgetting one thing. Nobody knows us. We don't know us. Mm-hmm. I don't know my team. No one knows our team yet. No one knows our coach. No one knows what happens when they get in these positions. Yeah. And especially a prime time game. So let's like beware of the underdogs is what I'm trying to tell you, man. Yeah. I, listen, you know, I, I that's something that's real serious. I'm not saying I'm going to the game super confident, but dude, no one knows us. And if I don't know our team, nobody knows our team. Well, and the so, good part of that too, real quick is they, they've obviously yeah. shown two games of stuff. But it's very easy for them to switch it up, you know. Like I mean, when when no one ha- when you don't have a track record and you, you know, people only have two games to go off of, that's that's all they have. So like the Cowboys are going to look at these two games and try to guess what the Eagles will be. But they have a very good ability to you know bring out that counterpunch and do something either different different on defense, do something different on offense, you know those type of things. So I agree that like in that way the Eagles have the advantage going into the game. Yeah, man, and, and, and to be honest, man, it's easy to go into this game anxious or worried or positive. I'm not – and I can honestly say this, man. I've been battling this, but I'm really not feeling no type of way about it. I'm ready to just watch a damn game and have some fun because at the end of the day, what do we expect this year, man? What yeah. do we expect? You know what I mean? Well, Let's just have fun I thought they would make the playoffs, it. and they still could. Okay, well, well you also, <laughs> we're going to leave that alone for now. We're going to yes. keep it positive on Elliot, uh, on, on Jimmy's birthday. Yes. Um. And and one last thing, um, I might be kind of an idiot, but if you remember me, I called back last uh, before the Super Bowl. Oh, I remember. We talked yep. about how I, I won a lot of money off that game. Yes. I just said, you know what, $50, okay, $50 for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl wins me $4,000. Mm. It's, it's Jimmy's 40th birthday. Add two zeros. That's $4,000. Let's go, good karma. First, baby. Grimy. I love it, brother. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. Always a pleasure, man. Keep them coming, man. I mean, the nice thing about something like that is you open the Parks app, you place the bet. Yep. Like, if they make the playoffs, you could potentially cash that out for, yeah. I don't want to say $1,000, but if you, what do you say you win? 4000 4000 who knows? So 25%. Yeah. I mean, now, the question is, if you own that ticket and the Eagles make the playoffs, are you cashing out? I don't think you can. I think you got to ride it. I don't know, man. $1,000. Oh, it's a tough one. 215-592-9494. Let's keep the love train rolling. Talk to my brother, Darren in South Philly. Hey, D. Happy birthday, bro. Thanks, buddy. Very nice. What's up, buddy? Very nice. What up, man? What up? I figured you would call today. I, I, you're top of the list of gotta wish James happy birthday. Uh, it wouldn't be my birthday if Darren uh, South Philly didn't call me. Let me state this for the record. I've already done so, but you know, on air, gotta give him public love because he deserves it. The best mm-hmm. producer on planet Earth. Absolutely. And he has to deal with you and Joe. So I mean, that's just that's, wow. I guess that's him paying his. At least his we can educate him. But, of uh, course, you know. I mean, I can't not with music because uh, hits. The, 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 this whole thing, the whatever you said, more hits than the Beatles. Queen's has, Queen on, has I mean, more I mean, hits than the Beatles. Yeah. No, I don't care. I never hear it's Beatles. I never, I never hear Beatles songs on like you know at sporting events. Oh, like you know, I mean, look, they might have more number oh, ones for goodness. sure, but yeah, I mean, it's my take. I'm I am standing by it. Why so on brand? Dallas sucks, and I don't see why everybody's so worried. I'm. For once this year, I don't. There's no way Dallas does not lose this game. Wow. There's. I'm sorry. Other way around. The Eagles are winning this game. Dallas is losing. 
And I, I said five touchdowns for Jalen, and I was off, and I thought I, we were going good last week. Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if he runs for a buck fifty throws for 300, and, you know, we win uh, 42-17. And, uh, okay. Because uh, I, I love it. I don't well, like, I, 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 like Dallas isn't that good. And Mike McCarthy but looked is good a the first coach. Two weeks. He's just another. You don't think they've looked good Jason the first two Garrett weeks? That, huh? You don't think they've looked good the first two weeks? They almost beat Tampa. And Who, they Dallas? Went, yeah, they went into Tampa and almost won that game. Then they went into L.A. and almost beat the Chargers. Oh, they beat the Chargers. No, sorry, did beat the Chargers. Um, yeah. They almost blew that game in, 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 in uh, L.A. because they had poor, poor clock management. reminded True. me of, you know, early years of Andy Reid and Doug Peterson. Um, and the Tampa game, every, everybody and their mother knows you don't give Thomas Brady, you know, a minute and some change. You run the ball down more. That was there. So the coaching is going to come into play. And at this point, I can't believe I'm saying this, I, tr- I trust Nick more than I trust Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy, hands down, period. And if it comes down to a coaching situation, the Eagles have the edge, and that's going to help us win. So go, Birds. Dang. And happy birthday, brother. Thanks, brother. Go, Birds. I love it. I mean, look, a week ago, I would have agreed with that. But I have to be honest, and seeing what Sirianni did in that goal line situation, now, you know, things play a role into it. There's execution things, all that stuff. But, like, those were bad play calls, in my opinion. They were not the, the right ones. And that's, it shook, to a certain degree, like, my faith in him because – his whole thing, the whole hesitation about him coming in was if he could call plays. And week two was bad. It was bad. Yeah. And, yeah. I think I expected that more than you. And I, and right. I said on, on shows heading in, I'm like, Nick Sirianni is going to cost them games this year. Maybe more than one, but certainly there will be a moment this year we look at a game and say, that guy cost them the game because that's what happens. You need reps. You need experience. You need to be in these situations. You need to understand. And, and I think it's going to take time to figure that stuff out. Or he might be a bad play caller. Like, it could go right, either, could go either way. way. He might not have a counterpunch. But going into last season, so, you know, 2020, I thought McCarthy was a great hire for the Cowboys. Hand up. I've been wrong about that, right? But I'll ask you this because you, you are not high on McCarthy. Who would you rather have tomorrow or Monday night? Sirianni. But okay. it's as much, I think I would too. But, but it's as much unknown as because I know McCarthy's yeah. bad. So, 215-592-9494. Very cool on my birthday show. All my friends who never call the show – are making their Go Birds debuts. Nice. And, and this one is very cool. My, my friend Carrie, one of my best friends, we text every day, mm. all the time, and text about this show all the time. Starting to get jealous. Yeah. Uh, she uh, is definitely uh, disagrees with you about a okay, lot of things. Nice. So we'll give her a chance to do that live. Yeah. Finally call it in. Carrie, how are you? I'm good, James. How are you? I'm better now. This is so cool. Thanks for calling. <laughs> No problem. Happy birthday, my man. Thanks, Care. Thanks. How you doing? What's on your mind? Uh, well, as much as it pains me, and you just sort of buried the lead with me disagreeing, disagreeing with Elliot, <laughs> I actually have to agree with him this week. I, I figured that's <laughs> why I thought it'd be funny. I'm like, the first time you call in is the time Elliot's picking the, the Cowboys, and you're like, oh, yeah, like I'm yeah. actually on his side this well, week. Well, here's a good thing, Carrie. We can both agree James is the man. So we can start on that, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll go from there. <laughs> Right, right. And I agree with you, Elliot. I have concerns about this game. Yeah. I know the defenses look pretty good the last couple of weeks, but they also played two offenses that played inept or below. Yeah, I mean, Garoppolo missed playing. a lot of throws. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but the main reason I called was just to wish James a happy birthday. Carrie, you made my day. Nice. Uh, uh, well, you want to make a pick for the game you. or do you want to make a pick for the game? Oh, Dallas is probably going <laughs> um, so to win a cover. So, Carrie, to give everyone an idea where Carrie's at, Carrie is like 
that as pessimistic as I was coming into the season, yeah. Carrie was like outflanking Even me. Worse. She's okay. like, you're way too optimistic about this team. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So she must have really disagreed um, with me. Uh, yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah. So it's... in fact, I, I think I called last week wild uh, proclamations without any basis in fact. So. <laughs> okay. Well, we shall see who ends up being correct. It sounds like this week we're both thinking they're not going to win, but in the long run, we'll find right. out. Yeah. Right. Well, it was nice to talk to you. Thanks for calling me. Thank you. you. It was awesome. Seriously. Bye-bye. It is is interesting how, uh, you know, we talked a lot this offseason about how fans feel about the team and that type of stuff. Like, so far, I mean, you know, you figure Tom picked him to lose. Uh, Darren, I guess, picked him to win. Kerry picks him to lose. Like, there's not many weeks going into Dallas where I know, and that's part people of, call in and pick them. And to that's lose. part of the weird feel about this is it does yeah. feel, especially with the week before, how much optimism there was, and then a game mm-hmm. against a good team that you lose. It's a hard fought game that you could have won. Like, it does feel like there a lot of people are kind of being like, oh, they're not gonna beat Dallas. Well, I think why pa- not? Well. I think there's a lot of reasons they could they could potentially lose this game, but I think the way the offense struggled last week is probably why two, like, you know, people five, are skeptical. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on this Dallas Eagles game coming up on Monday night? Are you nervous? Are you concerned? Or do you think the Eagles can go in there and win on Monday night? And hey, if you're one of my best friends and you've never called the show, now's the day. Now's the day. Or call even just him. one of your okay friends. Yeah. Hey, if you're my friend, call yeah. him. We love. Or him enemy. That'd be fun too. <laughs> Hey, anybody who wants to call yes, the show, absolutely. Call the show. There's no way people? James has any enemies. Very He's true. Too That's nice a of a point. person. Everybody loves James. <laughs> I have point. I have one enemy, and it is a recent enemy. Ooh. His name's Ben Simmons. Oh, that is that my is what enemy. You call a tease yes, right that there. is my enemy. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Elliot and James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. The Beatles. You're damn right, Mark. Go birds! I'm sure Queens has a great Queen has a great, great uh, birthday rendition. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Love this one. This is my go-to happy birthday. It is, song. I, yeah, it is yeah. probably the best. It's a good one. Well, you know why? It's the Beatles. Well, the Stevie Wonder one was good too. It's great. But th- that one is very good. Yeah. See, look at that. Who, who knew? I'm, I'm not saying the Beatles are bad. The Beatles I'm just did saying good ones. According to I think Queen yeah. has more hits. We're not doing this on my. Birthday. I know we're not. <laughs> I know we're not. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's because we're talking Eagles Cowboys and a massive, massive yes. important Eagles Cowboys game coming up. We'll get to the Mylotta injury and Elliot's uh, opinion of potentially how long Mylotta might be out mm-hmm. and how big a deal it is. We'll get to that first. Let's go back to the phones and talk to my guy, my man, Black Gritty. Yo, uh, part part time parks. You were what came to work today? I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I figured on his birthday, I might yeah, as well. He's flying well, to Dallas tomorrow. Well. It was yeah. a great move by do, him. Yeah. Do, do me a favor, kick the old man for him. I know he likes to sleep during segments now that he's forty. You know? oh. <laughs> I know. I know he likes to take them naps during the segments. Oh. Got to wake him up. You know, make sure you're on time for the old man. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's funny. I told someone this week it was James' birthday on Saturday. I was like, yeah, he's turning forty. They were. Floor. <laughs> they were like, I cannot believe James is 40. I'm like, yeah, me neither. Because you, you think Joy would have him like Benjamin Button. He should be in reverse. He's so happy. <laughs> That's I, I, I would think he's like 22 or something. Like he just I know. Think his life is getting younger birthday. day by day. Yeah. Happy birthday, baby mama. Happy birthday Thank you. you. Thank uh, you. And so we need to get this George W. for your birthday. Why yes. Cowboys yes. are not at full strength. Okay? I mean, you can't I mean, you can't lose my first game my 40s uh, to the Cowboys. Of all teams, yeah. Uh, and Right now, we need to beat them. I know the understanding, everything is logical, what you're saying. Right now, they, their offense, they have nobody to throw the ball to. So if they get well, I mean, they still weapons, have CeeDee Lamb. 
Hey, at least it's one versus three. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it is a big. It, I mean, well, but I think Amari Cooper is going to play. Now, maybe he's not 100, percent but you know, I mean, when he's not 100, percent he doesn't play well. That's why we beat them the last couple. That's of a good years point. That's true. As far as it goes, Cooper he, is he not just, someone who's tough through he, injuries. He not, it seems. No, That's a good he point. Not fight through it. So right now, I need this George W. Like for yeah. real, because they're dinged up in a way that we can steal it and take advantage of. And I know Sirianni's young and wet behind the ears and all that kind of stuff. But dude. You wore that T-shirt. You gotta get this joint right now while they the are weakened, okay? And I don't think that the Cowboys are chugging us by any means. I mean, they're still gonna flop and flounder if they even make it to the playoffs. But we right now need to go in there and steal this one on Monday night, which will go ways away of boosting people's confidence because I had us at one and five the first month of the season anyway. But we look a little bit better than I thought we would, so hopefully we can steal this game because we need it. We need it, um, Elliot. I dislike when you make sense because I feel like there's something <laughs> wrong with the world. Like there might yeah. be a meteor coming towards the planet or something like that. I try every once in but, a while. But, yeah. but today you're making a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, happy birthday to one of the best human beings on the planet. And for his birthday, Elliot, I suggest you hook him up with your hairstylist because I know you out there looking fancy free. Always. Elliot looks Always, good, man. Yeah, I couldn't even, even if I had a stylist, I don't think James would put the his... time and effort into yeah. hey, the hey, hair. Yeah. Hey, look, look, it ain't about him taking the time and effort. It's about his birthday. You take him out for his birthday, and that's what you get him. That old man, grown man haircut you got because you got a haircut from the fish looking <laughs> like the camera if he still had a good head of hair. Okay, get it done. All right, I'll guy. get it done. And as it. always, go back! Birds. Love you. You're the best. Yeah. I uh Elliot did actually. So Elliot, yeah, a very thoughtful, fun gift all yeah. the way in there. I have told recently, Elliot, that I've been obsessed with, with voodoo potato chips. I've been just I can't get enough of them. I've been buying them here at work and I've been having like a, a pack a day. So Elliot, most you can see this. Elliot bought Every pack of voodoo potato chips in the store that he at a Wawa. Yeah, Wawa. on my way in, I stopped and bought every bag in the store. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I came in and I saw you guys were out in the in the cafe area, and I was like, why does James have so many yep. potato chips? Yep. Like, is he going to he a just, party yeah. later? Well, it was funny when I checked out. The woman was like, oh, you like voodoo chips? <laughs> and I was like, well, it's for a party. It was not completely true, but I had to lie, you know. It was tough to explain quickly at the register. <laughs> two one five five. You're, you're in chips anonymous. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ninety four nine four. Let's go to California and talk to Chris. Hey Chris. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on, man? Uh, I am a original BGN listener. Whoa! Oh my goodness, Chris. Yeah. So How usually the first thing I do on Monday is listen to you guys, but you know, happy appreciate birthday. It. I wanted Thank to call in. Thank you so much, man. Like I I appreciate you. Seriously. Thank you so much, yeah. man. I'm glad you got me on before Mad Mike because I wanted to make clear that the defensive line is not better without Brandon Graham. Yes, yes, yes please. Uh, yeah, Mike and I have an understanding. He will not rip Brandon Graham in my presence anymore. <laughs> well, what's interesting about the Brandon Graham thing is I think obviously people understand that it's a big loss, but I think over time it's going to really show how big of a loss it is. And I think a lot of the talk about Brandon is as a leader you lose him, and th- that's true. It matters, but – he was their best defensive end by a wide margin. Like, Josh Sweat's good. Derek Barnett's good. But Brandon Graham, excellent against the run, consistently gets after the passer. Like, it's a really big loss for them. Won at the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 I mean, they made the biggest play in the history of the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So, uh, I, mean, I, wanted to, I wanted to say two things. Um, I know you guys talked to Tom about um, mechanics, right, or what you saw on yeah. uh, underthrow. So, well, the first thing I saw when I saw that was, if you look at his like elbow, man, it's way above his head. Mm-hmm. He's not like getting, he's not throwing off the ground. He's throwing all arm. 
And when he does that, he's not going to be able to get the ball deep. You look at the greatest passers of all time, you know, your Steve Young's, your Favre's, your, um, your uh, uh, Elway's, your um, uh, Dan Marino. Nick man. Foles, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Foles. <laughs> Uh, I mean, their elbows are close, so they're throwing with a lot of body power, a lot off the ground. And I think that someone needs to work with Jalen to make sure that he can develop that power to to get the ball downfield in front of his receivers because he's going to get picked if he keeps throwing behind them all the time, especially on this deep long ball. Well, the mechanic does a great point because Jalen is not – I mean, he lifts all the time. Like, he's very strong. So it's not an arm strength thing. You're right, it's mechanics. And on that throw especially – and again, I maintain that was a very long throw. So I don't know how many quarterbacks could have made that throw – but he also like kind of jumps on the throw when he does it, so his mechanics yeah. were all kind of a mess on a, on that pass. His body's going up. And yeah, exactly. Power, and you're right because if you look at that touchdown he had week one, you know when he, I forgot who he threw it to, like Goddard. Down, yeah, Goddard. That that was all arm strength, and that's fine right. because it's short. Yeah, well, so arm strength like, matters way more than just throwing point. it deep. Like you know, arm strength matters about getting it in there quickly, getting it to the sidelines, and he yep. can definitely do those things. Yeah. So anyway, I, I know you guys want picks for this. I don't know what's going to happen on Monday, but one thing I would, one one thing I would say is that I think maybe the division is going to be decided on Monday's wow. game. Mm. Back in 13 weeks, this will be the turning point on. You it know, might be, Chris. Like I, I, you know, obviously it's hard to say that now and, and predict it, but it could be. Like that's why I said at the top of the show, this could be a game that we look back at and say. You know, it was a pivot point for the season. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is uh, the website 538, you know, they'll have their, like, weekly updates. They have the Eagles with a better chance of making the playoffs, I think only behind the Cowboys, ahead of Washington and the Giants, and they're second to win the division. If they win this game, they're going to be favorites. Like, if you go into Dallas and you win on Monday night, you're division favorites. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like we're going to – it's going to be the end of the season. We're going to be 1-1 one, one with Dallas, close records, and, yeah. you know – something like that's going to happen so anyway you guys rock uh chris you rock for, man for seriously the best eagles podcast oh, and uh appreciate happy it. birthday bro thanks man thanks for the support chris i can't tell you how much it means this seriously the, thank you the tough thing though is that because of the schedule after this game like it'll be a huge game for all the reasons we've talked about but then you play the chiefs you know and look anything can happen but you're probably losing that game so this is big in the standings and it's big for not like embarrassing yourself on a national stage I don't know if this will be a turning point because it's just so tough to well, it. Well, I think the worry is that it could be a snowball thing. You well, know, it's more it, like preventing it. Like right. I think my point is, yeah. if you if you lose this one, you're you really setting yourself yes, up to 100%. win games that you might not be able to win. Right. Type of thing, you yep. know, two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Coming up next, we will get to calls. I'll run calls. I apologize. I've, I'm trying to get to as many as I can. I want to talk to as many people as I can today. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four plus. I mentioned it before. We'll get Elliot's thought on, thoughts on how big this Mylotta injury is. All we know right now is he's out this week and as of now not being put on IR. What does Elliot think? Elliot's covered this team for a decade, essentially. So like, is that, which is also crazy. Yeah, which is also crazy. But you know, he's been around a lot of these injuries, a lot of these injuries, top offensive linemen. I want to see what Elliot thinks about the the long term impact, short term and long term impact of the Mylotta injury. And again, I will be running your calls next. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Elliot. It's James. And let me again remind you that there's nothing like the home teams, nothing like the birds, pro football and college football. And we go with the home team for our sports betting at the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. They're based right here in Pennsylvania, and the Parks Sportsbook app is the home team. They're the only sportsbook app that we here at Go, go Birds recommend. With Gridiron Action back, the Parks Casino Sportsbook gives you the home field advantage. So many different ways to bet. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet on the game action 
as it happens. You can bet on player performances, halftime score, rushing yards, bet on who scores first, and so much more. It has easy deposits, great odds, outstanding customer service, and the app's fun and easy to use. It's intuitive, and there's so many fun things that you could do. Obviously, all day tomorrow, you should be betting on these games. You could do props, parlays, teasers, the whole thing, and of course, Monday night Philadelphia action. These games, when you're watching them anyway, it's just so much more fun to have a little action on it. You're invested in a way that you probably wouldn't be otherwise. So download the app right now, and here's the deal. New customers only sign up right now, and you get a first free bet, a $50 sportsbook bet for a limited time with no deposit required. It is an amazing deal. Just download the app in the App Store or go to parkscasino.com. Slash PA. The website has all the details. This is a limited time offer for new customers only. A free $50 sports bet with no deposit required. Jim, James, Timothy, Well done. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Motion Kravitz with a throwback here. Love it. All right, quick question for you. Yes. Rank these in the order most likely to happen, least likely to happen. Okay. Eagles beat the Cowboys. Okay. Phillies end their series with the Braves in first place in the National League East. Okay. Ben Simmons is on the roster night one. Opening night. Eagles beat the Cowboys most likely. Okay. Phillies second most likely. In that order. Ben Simmons. I think I'd well. I could see flip the Phillies and Ben Simmons. I think the Eagles beating the Cowboys is easily the most likely. It's one game. It's one night. It's way like the Phillies have a you know they have to make up a game and a half with eight games to play, which is certainly possible. Well, I'm saying just end the Braves or series. whatever, make up a game and a half with in the next five games. Then yes, with, with three of them against the Braves, it's certainly possible. But you know this Phillies team has not made me believe they're going to go into right. Atlanta and, and win two or three or three of three wherever it's going to be. Whereas you know if whether or not you think, and a lot of people seem to think Dallas is going to win this game, like. It's still a three and a half point line, which, which is, is a half point over the standard three they get for being at home. So, like, Vegas is telling you, like, this is a pretty even matchup in their eyes. So, like, I think that's probably the most likely. And it'll be interesting to see how the line moves because it opened, I think it was four and a half or four. I think four. it was four. I'm right. So, it's mistaken. moved a little bit. And I don't know if the sharp money's in yet because the game's on Usually Monday. Late, but yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see on Monday, late Sunday night, how this line moves. But yeah, I mean, Huge week for Philly sports. Two one five, yeah, right. Yeah, like the from where we are now to a week from now, it could feel very different. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to the Northeast and talk to our buddy Kenny. Hey Ken, happy birthday, James. Thanks, Kenny. Appreciate it. Man. Let me tell you, they start going faster every year. That's what I hear, <laughs> my friend. That's what I uh, uh, the the number one thing that people said to me when I had a, a, a child, when I had my daughter was mm-hmm. was they grow up so quick. And that was so true. Like, I feel like yesterday she was a baby and now she's a little person right. who talks and all that stuff. So, Kenny, I, I'm very with you. It, it definitely Yeah, accelerates. I mean, before you know it, you'll turn around and be 50 and your child will be 10 more years older. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. They just a teenager almost. Literally. Yeah. 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 So. Let me just ask you. I have two serious questions to ask you. Sure. First mm-hmm. of all, what's, what's taking place Monday night? Hopefully, if we're lucky and nobody gets injured, it could take place in the, uh, January again. And we could both be eight and eight. Yeah, for and, sure. In in Philly, in Philly for that one. I, yeah. I have to say though, I I think there's a better chance I did at the beginning of the season that the Cowboys might be good, and we'll find out Monday night. Monday night's huge, but if the Cowboys win Monday night, you know, I, I think there's a chance we're talking about them as a double digit win team. Wow. Okay. Second question. Well, this is a question that I have, and then I have another question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody in the division is playing the same teams, and it's the first time I ever seen that. Well, like not completely, all... because the, because of the 17th game this season. So the Eagles play the Jets, 
Washington, I guess, plays, plays Buffalo. Plays Buffalo. So, you know, New England th- there's the one. Yeah, but what I'm saying, this, everybody's playing Tampa Bay and everybody's yeah. playing Kansas City. Yeah, I, yeah. Miami against Dallas, New England against. You yeah. know what I mean? Is that going to be a president? I mean, you know, throughout the league? Well, no, you always play the – so all four teams in the division always play the same AFC conference team. Like, they always play a division in the AFC. This year, the NFC East is playing the right. AFC West. So every team in the NFC East will play every team in the AFC West this year. Oh, I mean, I never, I didn't see that last year or the year before in anybody's schedule. No, that's you know? the way it always yeah. works. That they generally will have I one didn't, I AFC didn't take conference. Of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe it, it grabbed my attention just because they were both Super Bowl teams. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also a shame because this year it looks like the AFC West maybe the best division in the AFC. Certainly in the the early going, you know, yeah. only one loss in the division so far. The Chargers, the only one that's lost a game. So. Right. Early on, it's looking like you'd probably rather have another AFC division. If so, I mean, you know, every, every in our division, if it goes the way to Dallas and Tampa Bay, everybody's going to wind up getting beat by Tampa Bay and probably Kansas City. Hopefully, Kenny, except for so, us. That's the goal, yeah, right? you know. But listen, let me just ask you something. Sure. When you're at these practices, mm-hmm. are, they, uh, are they hitting one-on-one, first team against first team? So – uh, in training camp, um, they did do starters versus starters, and there were portions where they hit. There were not a lot of live tackling portions in training camp overall. Um, now that it's the regular season, I, I don't think they do a ton of – I mean, they do some starters versus starters, but you also get scout teams look and, and stuff like that. But in training camp, yeah, they were doing first team versus first team. Well, the reason I'm saying is because, if you, you know, there's always injuries on every team during the week with practices. Yeah, you no, know, and we you know? see him, Kenny, and, and good call. Yeah, hey, look, I mean, obviously the myelotta injury during practice. I mean, uh, even worse ones. I mean, like Gus Edwards tore his ACL in practice that day. I mean, you see all this type of stuff happen. I yeah. mean, you know, sometimes you'll just get those reports. Hey, this Although they, the Eagles actually, now I'm thinking about it, they have not had a lot of guys hurt themselves during practice. No. I guess if you want to count Brandon Brooks last offseason, that wasn't practice. But it Ryan was, Kerrigan, you could say, hurt himself during yeah, practice. Yeah, hurt his thumb. Right, but I'm yeah. saying, like, you know, it's missed a portion of training camp, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The point being that, like, it happened, but but certainly not as as uh, often. Well, and the thing with my lot is, so it look he won't play Monday night, and yeah, then what's the what's yeah. your what's your prognosis? So Nick Sirianni said today that he's not going to go on IR, which is a good sign for him because IR now is shorter. I mean, if they thought he was going to miss three games, they could have placed him on IR today. They would have had an extra roster, roster spot. spot. Yep. Yeah, so. It seems like they don't think he will miss three weeks. Now, we'll see if that actually ends up happening, but that's their initial diagnosis. But I, I think that ultimately, look, you never want to see anybody get hurt. But the fact that he got rolled up on in practice and didn't suffer like a serious knee injury, I think they dodged a bullet on this one. Because yesterday at practice when he wasn't there, you know, the team says they're still evaluating. You hear it's a knee sprain. Like, those are not normally the start of, of good good injury. News, right. Right. Yes. Normally the news after that is look, he's out multiple, multiple weeks or, you know, God forbid season ending. So I, I do think you don't want to miss Jordan my lot at all. He's had a great start to the year, but the fact that it looks like it's only going to be a week or two or at the most three uh, is, is good news for the Eagles. Let's go to New York and talk to Billy. Hey, Billy. Hey guys. How are you? Good. good how you doing, how man? You doing, man? I'm Thanks good. Thanks. Happy again. birthday, James. Thanks, Billy. I appreciate it, man. What's on your mind today? Um, the wide receiver position. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm worried about them, but I'm skeptical. It's, you know, I think that's really going to what's what's going to hold us back this year um, going forward. I mean, we saw it last week where no one, none of the receivers were involved during the second half of, yeah. of last week's game. Um, and I just feel that's just going to hurt us down the road. It's the inexperience between these young guys. That's the problem. I mean, they're young, which is good. You know, it's a good thing to have that these kids are all young. You know, you just don't have that. 
you know, veteran number one and experienced go-to receiver. Yeah, uh, I mean, which it's, I think is it's going to hurt us. It's only a good thing if they're good too, though, right? I mean, like, yeah, they are young, but I think a lot of these guys still have a ton to prove. Now, you know, the, the receiver play is interesting because in week one, I think you would walk away and say that was a good showing from the receivers. Devontae Smith played well that week. Rager had a touchdown. Now it wasn't, you know, a catch it down the field type touchdown. It was a bit of a gadget play, but he still scored. So in week one, they looked good. And then week two, you would have thought they'd have a good game. The 49ers secondary was very banged up. Uh, you know, they were missing their best corner. Their other corner was a starting, was a rookie. They were starting Josh Norman. And so the fact that they didn't have a good game against the Niners, I think was concerning. I think it's just going to be a bit up and down with these guys. Now going into Dallas again, you would think they'd be able to have a good game. Uh, Hertz should have time to pass uh, back there if the line holds up. The forty, um, the uh, Cowboys' corners are okay, but yeah. So we'll see what they can do on Monday night. But I, I agree yeah, with you. It's good it's they're cool. young. It's just gonna there's gonna be a lot of growing pains. Right. Exactly. You just took the word out of my mouth. It's 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 young. They're a young group, which is like I said, it's a good problem to have. Um, you just don't have that, you know, that Larry Fitzgerald in the, of the yeah. past. You know, you don't have that Calvin Johnson of the past. No. Which, yeah. But I. That's really the only thing that's keeping me skeptical down the road. Billy, great call. And look, I, I get it. And I, you know, I'm a big, you know, rookie wide receivers. It takes time, give yeah. them time, especially Devontae and all that stuff. But you would hope that I do think the Sirianni factor could help. You know, a, the, a former wide receiver coach mm-hmm. works a lot with these guys. Maybe something that through the season can kind of continue to grow and continue to coach them up and all that. So it's a, a hopeful thing. Now, I do think Quez Watkins has played well, and right? He's he had been the long dynamic, cat. man. Yeah. He's been dynamic. I think he's looked good. I mean, Reger is just, you know, you talk about how frustrating that game probably that loss is for the Eagles. If Rager's foot is, you know, a half an inch, you know, not as wide or whatever. Or if he's able to, to have yeah, a little better position. Exactly. All be those things. Out. I mean, you're talking about two touchdowns in two weeks yep. for Rager. So I think there have been positive signs. But, uh, you know, the last caller is absolutely right. The receivers, I think, had five catches in the first quarter against the Niners. And then they had won the rest of the game. So, yeah, I mean, the they, they came up small against the Niners. Let's go to Denver and talk to our buddy Spencer. Hey, Spence. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. What's going on, man? Uh, Thanks for calling. So, just a, a few points here. I can almost guarantee that we're going to destroy Dallas this week just with Nick Sirianni's wow. personality, with his competitiveness. I don't think he slept. He's just game-studying for this film. Beat and Dallas. Mike, Beat Dallas, McCarthy. baby. I will say, the day after press conference, he looked a little tired. Like, it looked like, to your point, I think it looks like he was probably – you know, not sleeping and look, I mean, look, he admitted this. He's been beating himself up this week over those play calls. So, yeah, yeah. I think the competitiveness in him this week probably has cost him a few hours of sleep. Well, like, absolutely. And, of course, you know, first-year head coaches have, you know, their bumps and all that, and I get that. But I just feel like with his personality and with the whole beat Dallas week and the Philly vibe, I just, I feel like he's ready for everything. So I feel incredibly confident that we're going to win this week. And then mm-hmm. one more point here that I want to make because I've been thinking about this for three weeks now because of you here, James, about uh, Tom Brady against the uh, the jersey number changes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've my whole life played goalie for, for soccer and, like, a penalty. The whole thing that you're supposed to do is make them not think about taking that shot. The whole jersey number changes is just making me think differently and getting them off the rhythm. So, I've been thinking about that. If I was a defensive coordinator, I would have every player change their number. Yeah. Just wow. to throw off 
It's a smart QB. idea. Yeah, I, that's what, you know, I talked about it. I thought it, I, like, it could be a, a market inefficiency in a way, and I thought that maybe for someone like Jalen Hurts. Well, this is a Hurts, great point you made. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Hurts just played in college recently, and maybe it's a little less jarring for him than yeah. someone like Brady, someone who's been in the league a long time and is so used oh, to I mean, yeah, this number just, you know, being Brady this thing. Brady is, like, you know, so used to it. He used, you know, he used to that linebacker being 52, then suddenly exactly. it's three. Yeah. Anything yeah. to make his mind think about anything other than completing that Yeah, especially in a split second where he's the, these decisions, this process, is mm. happening in, in, in under a second. Like, if you can add a tenth of a second, two tenths of a second to that stuff, like, it matters. There was yeah. a split second Anything last week. Yeah. There was a split second last week. I'm in the press box. I look down on the field. I think it was during a commercial. And uh, I look, and I'm like, why is Jalen Hurts in a cornerback? And it was because Darius Slay had number two on. <laughs> it's like now, just a he doesn't even wear thing. number two, yeah. but just looking yeah. down. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's great points by both of you. Yeah, it is. And then, and then just last point, the person who needs the biggest raise is just that one. I'm so upset that Jordan Mylotta got hurt. I bought my yeah. Jordan Mylotta jersey. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to be a, just – he's the next Jason Peters. I'm saying it here. I've wow. had bad takes before. <laughs> so that's a, though. That's a, I mean, like it, there, it's a similar. It's an interesting take and in athleticism. All that thing you can point at. And great calls always, brother. Thanks again. Thanks for calling us. Calls again. Look, Stoutland is a coach that you know. I don't know if they'd add him into the Eagles Hall of Fame or whatever. But like he's been that good, right? But this the is my lot of thing alone. Like that, what he did with my lot alone is a is a true masterpiece for someone in that role. What's interesting about Stoutland though, and this is a good week to bring this up, is yes, he deserves a ton of credit for Jordan Mailata, right? Like signature type of coaching moment to to take him, you know, the front office finds him, he scouts him, they draft him, they all those things. But I also think it's kind of interesting, this is how we uh, kind of parse blame, right? So Jeff Stoutland, ton of credit for Jordan Mailata. Andre Dillard, everyone thinks they're going to lose because he's starting this week. Like, Stoutland's been coaching Dillard. That's a good point. You know, I mean, yeah. like, it's not like Stoutland's only coaching Mylotta and how he's coaching Dillard. So I think it's just a good example of how when it comes to drafting uh, players, it really is organizational. And, you know, again, credit for Mylotta, but if we're going to kill Howie for, for Dillard, I think Stoutland deserves some of that blame no, as well. I mean, it's a fair thing. You can't give credit for Same thing with Howie and the Mylotta pick. And right. even though Stoutland was involved in that and all that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that's fair. 215 592 94-94, the perfect caller. When the Eagles are playing the Cowboys in a big game, you think I hate Dallas, Elliot. With right. My Dallas sucks mantra that I say every second I can say because it's the best phrase on the planet mm. other than go birds. There is no one in this city, at least that I know of, that hates the Dallas Cowboys more than my man Tone in the barbershop. Tone! Happy birthday, my man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. How are you, sir? I hate Dallas. <laughs> I know. I know. I hate everything about Dallas. I hate the star. I hate that spaceship they play in. I hate the face that sits up in the box and says, clean my glasses. I hate all of it. I know. I know. And what's going to happen Monday, the Eagles will win this game. Mm. It won't be pretty. It'll be ugly. And even though – Dak is, is all world, throwing the ball all over the place and all that kind of stuff. I understand that. But, you know, you made a point, uh, you know, about Nick be- beating himself up and not yeah. getting sleep and stuff like that. That's going to happen with a rookie head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, my only fear and hope is that, as he says, I'm going to put it behind me and move on. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you put it behind you and move on. Get the middle of the field involved. Utilize all of your resources you have on offense. 
don't just rely on on the deep outs on the outside. You know what what, what Hurts is going to give you. He's already shown you that. Give me some more options coming across the field because that's where the game is going to be won, right there. And as far as what the Cowboys do, they got some issues over there too, especially with the injuries that they have. Yeah, they do. Yep. And so take advantage of that. You know, go 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 thirteen personnel. You're going to have to, you know, with Dillard. Yeah, look, I mean, and I think the fact Ertz is going to be able to play, I think you will see probably more 12 personnel than they would have run otherwise. Perhaps Jack, uh, Jack Stoll is out there quite a bit. He's a better blocking tight end probably than Ertz at this point. But, yeah, I, I agree that, look, the formations and what type of personnel they use going to be very interesting because had Ertz not played, I think you would have seen a ton of 11 personnel. You would have gotten Quez out on the field more. But because Ertz is available – you almost naturally go to more 12 because you want to get him out on the field. So it's an interesting decision for Sirianni to make. Well, you know, the thing is, you know, with with everyone saying, well, even with Nick, you know, I mean, I haven't opened up my whole playbook and stuff like that. Maybe he feels a little bit more comfortable in doing that. Not so much going with the deep ball, but everything else. Utilize everything that you have. I think Gainwell is going to be a big part of this game. Yeah, this I think the kid, running backs are kid. going to be very involved in the passing game this week. Absolutely, and when you mm-hmm. run well, it especially down with Micah throat. Parsons at defensive end, you know, you yep. get him out of that linebacker spot. You're going to try and take advantage of, of that, you know, having that guy not yep. running around being a terror. And man. I think that's better for the Eagles. I mean, Parsons, we'll see as a defensive end how he is, but I'd rather know where he's at and just put Lane Johnson on him yeah. as opposed to now we'll see if they him move him around. around. As opposed to him kind of yeah being more of a freelancer and being out there being able to make plays. Absolutely. You, you know, you can't have a stray hand over there that, that's going to run at Peters and run around him all day long. You can't mm-hmm. have that. So changing up your formations, changing up your personnel, okay? And, and, and when they look at the Eagles and their personnel on the field, you got to make them think. Yeah. You know exactly what's going on. They can't be predictable. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, um, I, I forget the, the big back they got on, on um, special teams. I mean, uh, on the practice squad or whatever. Oh, Jordan Howard. Yeah, you know, I mean, everybody knows what's going to happen when you bring him in the game. Mm-hmm. But I say if you do bring him in the game, mix it up. Don't be predictable. Yeah. No, Tone, that's a great point. Well, and they've like, struggled in short yardage yeah. situations. So it'll be interesting to say if they do bring him up this week. Tone, always Absolutely. a pleasure, my friend. Hey, look, man, you know, I look, you guys, especially you, Jimmy, and during the week, I guess the popularity is going through the ceiling because it's almost impossible to get through. <laughs> that tells me that you guys are doing a great job. So Appreciate keep doing it, what you're doing. Elliot. Eh. <laughs> I just am happy you call, man. I hear when you call on other shows, and it's always a blast to talk to you. So I, I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good yep. one, man. Have Thanks, a happy Tone. birthday, Jimmy. It means a lot, man. I really appreciate uh, it. Tone from the Barber Shop, a, a legend. Absolutely. Here, here it's yeah. awesome. We got some great callers on the line coming up next, too. So many people I want to talk to. Maybe a feller. We Ooh, all yeah, know on the line as well. We're going to get to that coming up next. But, of course, it is time. It's what we've all been waiting for. Always. It's time for Elliot's Player to Watch Monday night, brought to you by your local Tri-State Toyota dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Toyota, let's go places. Let's go, Eagles. Elliot, who is your player to watch for Monday night? It's Andre Dillard. I mean, the fact that he's going to be out there, it, it's a huge moment for him, and we talked about it a little bit, but I'll be really interested to see how he plays. When he went out there at left tackle as a rookie, I didn't think he was terrible as a, on the left side. He really struggled on the right side. But I think his struggles on the right side and then being injured last year has kind of overblown how bad he was as a rookie. I didn't think he was that bad. And I think 
blocking for Jalen Hurts will make him uh, look like a better pass blocker because Jalen's better at getting rid of the ball. He's smarter in the pocket than the other quarterbacks he's blocked for. But the other thing I think is important to consider going into this game is where Andre Dillard struggles as a pass blocker is with big defensive ends. Andre Dillard struggles with bull rushes. He's not super strong. They talked a lot about how he put weight on. You didn't or muscle on this offseason. You didn't really see the implications of that, I thought, in training camp. But where he is good is he's quick. He's quick for a tackle. And the Dallas defensive line and their defensive ends are small. They're undersized guys. Randy Gregory, quick but undersized. Micah Parsons is a linebacker playing the position. So we'll see how Dillard plays. But I think the fact that he's going to be going up against undersized defensive ends increases his chances of ending Monday night with a good game. And if he ends it with a good game, the Eagles are in an interesting spot because do you trade him? Do you capitalize on the trade value? Or do you hold on to him? Because, look, my lot has been hurt quite a bit. So it's a big game on the field for Dillard, and then the implications of it off as well are huge. It's a perfect choice. That was the correct Thank choice you. for the player to watch, brought to you by your local Tri-State Toyota dealers. All right, coming up next, we will get to your calls. Get on the line now, 215-592-9494. Eagles, Cowboys, where do you stand on this huge Monday night game. It's Elliot. It's James Gobert's radio. We're coming right back. There it is. It's good work by you, Mosh. Another classic. Usually heard in a different context on this station. Oh, it yeah. Felt, it felt appropriate it for is. your it's birthday. A, it is a celebration song. I, I missed it. Did Joe lose Beat the Hammer for your birthday yesterday? No, no sadly. That was really not. mean of him. He yeah, should have thrown I, it. I, I told him he should have, and he just said sorry. I, I root for Joe to win. Oh, stop. Like, I think it's pretty crazy that he's, like, 160 and something. Now, I understand when people call, like, you know, they're nervous. Like, so I... I'm not saying it's you – know, it, it, I just think it's incredibly impressive. Oh, my God. It, look, I do. It, it, it is impressive. 160 like, and what, like 20 or you something? You know what's in I'd rather see the rare feat of him losing, though. You know what's a lot – I just enjoy greatness. Like, yeah. I enjoy when oh. – I. you know, I've seen I, – I, I, I like super teams. I just – I do. It's a lot more impressive coming up with the thousands That's true. of questions yes. that I've come the, up with over these years. Thank you. Thank yes, you. That is a good point. True you do hero. the majority of the work. The true hero beat the hammer. Literally yes. no other host produces <laughs> beat the hammer. It does not happen when it's James not is allowed. Out. It's not allowed. It's hard. I mean, there's been times where he's told me the topic or whatever, and he's like, can you think of a question? I'm like, no. No. And then think about, like, when, like again, Eagles-Cowboys on Friday. And, by the way, this is Go-Birds Radio presented by Parks, you know, and Sports Radio. Um, I, like, so – We've been doing it for five years. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've asked a lot of Eagles Cowboys yes. questions, and I have all my questions, and I never double up. So I have to like go. You've back. never doubled up. N- well, not that I know of. At least wow. like I have all my questions I've ever asked. I have them all saved. So I go back and I check, and I'm like, all yeah. right, did I ask this question? Did I ask this one? Did I? And it. Let me tell you, after five years, it's a lot of work. I'm not sure. Gonna lie. Yes. Not gonna lie. So. Yes. Well, and it's tough because you have to pick one that's tough. But, but not, not like too impossible tough, tough, especially yes. in a time limit. There is it's, it's yes. a real window of questions that will work. So absolutely good times. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's continue to try and get to as many callers as we can. Heading into a massive Eagles Cowboys game on Monday night. Where do you stand on this game? Are you nervous? Are you positive? We have one caller say a lock win. We've had a couple callers say they're not expecting a win. Let's see where everyone's at and let's talk to our guy in Tennessee. The feller himself. Justin, how you doing, buddy? Happy birthday to my brother from another mother. Mm. There is nine like this feller ever. How you doing today, uh, boys? Well, Justin, also happy birthday to you just a couple days ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm about four years ahead of we're, you. We're, we're birthday buddies, just two days apart. It's a beautiful day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Elliot actually took my point that I was going to put out there. Mm, about sorry about being... that. Great minds, no, man. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. 
because I mean that that was the route I was going to take. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to change that. And we talk we talk birds every day, not just Saturday. We talk birds every day. So today yeah. I'm going to tell everyone just what a great guy James Seltzer oh. is. He is the nicest person I have never had the pleasure of meeting personally, mm-hmm. but it's happening soon. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to Philadelphia within the next year or so, I can't and wait. we're all going to get together, and I'm going to get one of them world-famous James Seltzer hugs. Everybody <laughs> talks about because James is the best hugger. I've, I've heard this for years now because, as we told last week, I came to WIP through Bleeding Green Nation Radio, BGN Radio, mm-hmm. and followed these guys, and I'm telling you, James is the nicest guy I have never had the pleasure to personally meet. <laughs> He You're is, right. I mean, you can you can tell he's just a nice guy. You can you can feel his smile when he talks because it's like he's smiling when he talks. You know, it's like a as someone that watches him do radio, I can back that up, Justin. He's <laughs> you, smiling you, right now. Too. I'm smiling. I'm blushing tell. right now. To be you honest. can tell. And James, I love you to death, man. I know I know love is a word that's thrown around loosely, but let me tell you boys something. When I say it, I mean it. Mm. And when I tell you boys, I love you, fellers. I mean it. I mean, because I don't throw it around loosely. Well, that's anyway, why you're a go-birds call. And we love you, too. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> well, yeah. well uh, I'm going to get out there, because I know y'all got a full bunch of cowers. And like, well, give us like a prediction. Our... Give us a prediction. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, totally. Uh, Eagles win. Yes. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 31 to 24. And okay. tonight, the Vols will shock the world and beat Florida just for the second time in 16 years. <laughs> well, look, since since everyone wants the Eagles to beat the Cowboys for James, I think everyone in the Go-Birds community for will now be rooting tonight. for Tennessee yes. to beat Florida. Yes, sir. So, so let's, let's hear us say, uh, go Vols, Dallas sucks, go Birds. Love you, boys. Man, oh, I'm going to get off and keep listening. Thanks, buddy. They're too kind. I'm, like, actually blushing. Right you now. are. Now, quick, real quick to what he said, 31, what do you say, 24? 31-24. I really do think, and again, it, it depends on what your expectations for the team are, but if the offense can bounce back from last week, that would be a, a moral victory. Like, And, again, because of the schedule coming up, they need more than a moral victory. Like, They need a win. They need a win in the win column. But a lot of what this season is about ultimately is, is Sirianni a good coach and is Jalen Hurts a good quarterback? That's really what this is about. So I know Dallas' defense isn't great, but – if we're going to say that they could potentially lose because of the stage, then they deserve credit if they go on that stage and play really well. It should mean more than it does in other weeks. So, if you know, a lot of these scores of people picking them to win, you know, 29 points, 31 points, even someone actually had them 29 points in a loss. Like, if the offense can go in and play really well tomorrow night, and again, they need the real win, but if they can get a moral victory out of it, that, that's also huge for Sirianni. Let's keep the train of my pals call it in. Let's go to Coatesville and talk to my buddy Chavis. Chavis, how are you? Hey, Brody. Hey, listen. You know, I, I'm not going to talk about the Eagles and the and and the and the Cowboys. I just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday, oh, thanks, man. man. You know, you my brother. Love mm-hmm. you, Chavis. Thank you. Go back a long way and and make sure you give Zoe a kiss for me. I will. I will. I hope you have a blessed day, man. I hope you have a great day. I hope you might get a little bit too. You know. <laughs> have, have a good one, brother. Happy birthday, Chavis. Too. Thank you so much for calling, man. I love you, brother. Very nice. Thank you. Awesome. Look at that. Just waiting on the line to just say happy birthday. I mean, look, it's a celebration today. It, it, uh, honestly, I will say I'm, I'm incredibly humbled. By I knew this was there. coming. Like, I, I, yeah. I, 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 
it's really nice. It is. And it does mean a lot. And 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 as someone who's turning 40 today. In case and, you didn't hear, yes, it is his birthday. And 40 is one of those ages where, yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm happy I'm alive, obviously. But it's also like, I'm, it's a positive. I'm bleeping 40. So I definitely have a lot of that going where I'm like, wow, I'm 40. So yeah. to get all this love and to, to feel this, it, you're, you're all making my day. So well, I just it's like throw that out there. Very nice of you. It, it's like I said on the pod, when I was younger, when I thought when I turned 25, I'd be like, okay, now I'm old. And then when I <laughs> and then I was like, when I'm 30, then I'll feel old. And now I'm 33. And I really do think when I turn 40, I'll be like, eh, I mean, 50, 55, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you the feel the post. same. I mean, I, well, I guess I definitely do feel the same. Right. So I got that yeah. going. So you got a few more years till you're old. There we go. Let's uh, go to South Carolina and talk to our buddy Rick. Rick, great to hear from you, my friend. Go Birds, Dallas sucks, and a podcast listener wishing happy birthday to James Seltzer. Uh, the trifecta, man. Thank you, thank you. Go Birds, Dallas. And uh, and and James, I'm sure your mom, Mrs. Seltzer, is very proud of you. Oh, thanks. I, she's listening so, right uh, now, so I love you, mom. Thanks for. Uh, I wouldn't be here without you, yeah. literally. So, uh, little little trivia. Today is also the birthday of uh, Philadelphia's own Will Smith. Will Smith, so yeah. Go. Many others. Yeah. Actually, also, Donald Glover. It is a massive birthday yeah. day. Like Lots Barbara of Walters, yeah. Michael Douglas, uh, Catherine Zeta yeah. Jones's birthday. There's there's Shel Silverstein's birthday. There's a ton. There's, mm-hmm. It's a good it's a good yeah. day. So I got a, a prediction for James and a question for Elliot. Um, right. So 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 first for James, the prediction. Um, you know, Dallas has injuries too. There's uh, Demarcus Lawrence. There's a linebacker. Yeah. Michael Gallup. Uh, yeah, Michael, well, yeah, Ke- but, Keanu uh, Neal is a linebacker that's out because of COVID, but yeah. then Michael Gallup's and, also out. Right, and you know their secondary has issues. They weren't able to address it in the draft like they wanted to. So, um, with all that being said, you know I think that uh, you know Ertz is playing. I think that Goddard and Stoll uh, help with chipping and blocking, and mm-hmm. uh, I look for Jalen Hurts' arms and legs to deliver a birthday win for James Seltzer. Oh, well, he had 300 and uh, I think he had like 342 yards last year when they played the Cowboys. So he did have success yeah. when they were down there. Now, a yeah. lot of that was early on, right? I mean, he had the big yeah. throw to Deshaun, but you know, the yeah. other, the other part of this real quick to your point about the talking about the Dallas secondary problems. I mean, Devonte Smith, you would assume, I guess, Trevon Diggs will probably be on him. And it's one right. of the situations where they both know each other. But, you know, mm-hmm. I would think in a, in a league where the offense, the rules are built for the offense. I think Devonte has more of an advantage knowing Trevon Diggs and Diggs does on Smith. Right. And you can look for, I think, either Rager or uh, Quez or both to, to light up uh, the secondary. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the question for you, Elliot, you know, I was thinking about the San Francisco loss. I think a lot of it had to do with the plate calling that has been discussed in yeah. the, near the goal line. And uh, what it re- and, and so I, I expect that to be better. But what it reminded me of during some of your uh, training camp reports, yep. I remember you had reported that, the offense was, you know, having issues in the red zone. And, yeah. I, and I don't remember a whole lot of details. And you can just, you know, give me some yeah, feedback. No, it's, and, uh, that's, it's, a, yep. it's a good point. And I probably should have thought of it since it was my yeah, point I made during, was, <laughs> during yeah, the thing. Yeah. But you're, you're right. I mean, I remember in training camp uh, the first day they, uh, they did red zone and Jalen was bad in the red zone. I think he was something like 5 of 12 with one touchdown and one interception or something like that. I mean, he really struggled early right. on. Now, he did get better as they went mm-hmm. on. But what I noticed in the red zone this year compared to last year was – Last year when Doug was the head coach and he was a rookie, he was running it all the time in the red zone in training camp. Now, in training camp, that's not ideally what you want. You want him to throw the ball. I mean, they can't even tackle him. You want him to get those reps. But you could really see in last year's training camp what a weapon he was running the ball in the red zone. This year he didn't do it as much. I think that's probably why they struggled to a certain extent. And then to your ultimate point about last week, I mean, they ran, you know, I think seven plays inside the six and he only really rolled out if I'm not mistaken one time like that's I really right. think it's not taking advantage 
of he can throw the ball. He's an excellent passer, in my opinion. But his his real thing that can separate him is what he can do with his legs. And I didn't think Sirianni took advantage of that. Rick, right. always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for calling in, my friend. Have a great weekend. Happy right. birthday. Thanks, Rick. Let's uh, squeeze one more in before the break. Let's go to Illinois and talk to Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, can you guys hear me? We hey, can. what's going on? How you doing, Alex? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm a pod listener oh. and a first-time caller here from oh. Illinois. Awesome, dude. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for listening and thanks for calling. Hey, thank you. Hey, uh, first off, happy birthday, James. Thanks, man. There I appreciate it. Second off, Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks. Well said. Um, I wanted to talk briefly. I know we kind of hit on Jordan Mylotta and how Dillard's filling in. Yeah. Is this something where they can line up uh, Micah Parsons across from Dillard, or, or is he going to be elsewhere on the line? Well, I mean, look, he's normally a linebacker, so I don't know if there's a side that he prefers. If I'm if I'm Dallas, I'm definitely lining him up across from Dillard, right? I mean, Lane Johnson, you look at some of the numbers, has arguably been the right, the best right tackle in the NFL so far this season. He's been excellent. So ideally, you don't want that. Now, how comfortable is he moving around from side to side? I don't know because he's not a traditional defensive end. But yeah, I would think the Cowboys are going to try to get uh, get that matchup. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I know that he's, you know, he's just starting to kind of do the defensive end stuff, but yeah. it seems like his strengths would uh, play very much against uh, Dillard's weaknesses. Well, so I actually disagree with that because now Parsons is big. He, I mean, he's, he's not a small guy, but he's small for a defensive end. I mean, what's he weigh? I have to look it up, but he's definitely undersized yeah, he's for undersized a defensive for end. Men. And Dillard's, okay. Dillard's issue has so far in his career, at least in the limited snaps he's had, has been strength. He, he's not super strong. He, he struggles with bull rush, but he is fast. So okay. if Parsons' okay. biggest strength, in my opinion, is going to be the speed and you know being kind of a quick defensive end, I think that actually matches up well with Dillard. Now, he still has to go out there and do it, right? Like, that you can't right. just say he, he's able to do it. He's going to go out there and prove it. But I do think Parsons' strengths line up with uh, Dillard's strengths. Okay. And then the, the second thing, I what's what's the kind of the deal with Boston Scott? Has he taken a, mm-hmm. a single snap yet? It, it, Alex, that's a great question. We're up against the break. Coming up next, Elliot's going to answer that question for us because he has not taken a offensive snap yet. He's only been in on special teams. So it's, okay. it's going to be – I want to see what Elliot thinks about that. Great point. Mm-hmm. Alex, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks, really guys. Have a good one. It. You too, man. 215-592-9494. We'll get to that coming up next. Plus, more calls. I'll get to as many as I can, including a caller who's made some people angry. As of late, there's some people mad. We we got a lot of legends on at the a particular board right now. mad. Oh my goodness! Look who popped on the board. I know. Now. I just saw. We yeah. will get to as many as we can. Everyone calling in. You're just you're making my birthday. So you all rule. Thank you so much. We'll get to everyone as much as we can. Next segment. It's Elliot it's James. Let me remind you one more time that nothing is like the home teams. There's nothing like the birds, pro football and college football. And we go with the home team for sports betting at the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. They're based right here in Pennsylvania. The Parks Sportsbook app is the home team. It's the only sportsbook app that we hear Go Birds recommend. Gridiron Action is back. The Parks Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. So many different ways to bet. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet on game action as it happens. You can bet on player performances, halftime scores, rushing yards, bet on who scores first, and so much more. It has easy deposits, great odds, outstanding customer service, and just basically, when you have some action on these games, we're going to be watching them anyway. We're going to be watching football all day tomorrow when you have action on the games. It just makes those games just a little bit more fun. And here's the deal for new customers only. If you sign up right now, you get a free $50 sportsbook bet for a limited time with no deposit required. It's an incredible deal. Just download the app in the app store or go to parkscasino.com PA. The website has all the details. This is a limited time offer for new customers only. A free $50 sports bet, no deposit required. Mr. President, 
Marilyn Monroe. Mr. James Lawson. Thank you. President of the United States. Wow. The birthday present. I thought that was so sweet, Joe, the camera's thing, not mine. Oh, but, true. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. 215-592-9494, everyone. Far too kind with the uh, birthday wishes today. I really, really appreciate it. Let's try and squeeze as many calls in as we get at, as we can before we get out of here. It's Go Birds Radio, and I see a name on here who's never called our show before. You've heard of him. One of the great Eagles fans out there. My buddy, my man. E-Rock, how you been, buddy? Hey, first time, long time, yeah, guys. Yeah, I know, it's been, it's been awesome. too long. Very cool to see your name up there, man. How you been? A- absolutely. Hey, listen, I want to start this off by saying three things in no particular order of importance, okay? All right. Number one, go Birds. Yes. Number two, Dallas sucks. Yes. And number three, happy birthday, James <laughs> Seltzer, you old sailor, you, you motorboating <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> Happy birthday, my Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It's great to hear your voice, man. Uh, it's been too long since we've, we've caught up, man. It's really awesome. Thank you for calling in today. I really appreciate a- it. Absolutely. And, hey, listen, when I say first time, long time, that's, a God, that's the God's honest truth, long time listener of the podcast. Appreciate it. So, I, so I'm going to do uh, what sports talk radio callers kind of do is I'm going to ask you a question, hang up and listen. All right. <laughs> uh, I like it. See, I'll hang up and listen. You're a veteran. I love you're it. You're getting all the sayings out. Yeah, so now uh, now that two weeks have gone by, because I remember listening to the pod and you guys were making your NFC East predictions, now that two weeks yeah. have gone by. I, 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 if I remember correctly, Jane Seltzer said the Washington was going to win the division, mm, right? He did. He did say that. Yeah, hand up. So, so hand now up. that two weeks have gone by, I'm going to hang up and listen, but would you revisit your NFC East rankings by the end of the season? Happy birthday, James. I'm out. Uh, thanks for calling. Good man. to hear from That you. was really cool. I love E-Rock. He's an awesome guy. Yes. Um, right. Yes, I have. As I, you know, it's a All great right. so question. How did you have them before? I think you had Washington. I had Washington, Dallas, Dallas Eagles. Eagles, Giants. If I were re-ranking right now, and again, I think that they are going to go in on Monday night and win this game. Yeah. I still, like, if I'm saying I have to be honest in terms of, like, who has the best shot, I think I think Dallas would be number one. The reason yeah. I had Dallas lower is I did not expect Dak Prescott to look as ready to roll this season. I Me thought either. Be rusty. I thought whatever. He's clearly the best quarterback in this division bar, bar none yes. right now. Yep. So I have to put them there because of that. But I think I'd have the Eagles number two now. It's certainly Eagles in Washington. I think the Giants are, are the clear bottom. Yep. I know they played Washington tough and all that, but I, I I think I might have the Eagles above Washington. It's Dallas Eagles and the Washington, and I wouldn't be shocked if any of them found a way to win this division, but I've certainly revised my rankings. Either. So I would be surprised if Washington won the division. I'd be, I, I'd be more surprised with Washington than obviously. Yeah. So I think, you know, two weeks in, and I'm sticking by my prediction of the Eagles, but we're just kind of talking about current power rankings. I think two weeks in, Dallas is number one. And then I think there's, you know, not a huge gap, but I think there's a, a noticeable kind of, you know, difference between them and the Eagles. I think the Eagles are number two. But I think the Eagles are, are better than Washington and the, and the Giants. The Giants are a dumpster fire. They, they might win like four games all year. Washington, we'll see about you know, Taylor Heineke, how he can do. But I think 
you're already seeing what their issue is. Their quarterback situation is unstable. So and I, I think don't they're think their defense is is quite as good as I thought it was. Certainly no. in the back end too. So coming know? in, I had Dallas second, Eagles first. I guess I'd probably switch swap them right now and then keep Washington three, Giants four. All right, uh, on the line, making people mad. And more often lately have I gotten calls like, why do you let this guy on the air? Yeah, he's making a name for himself. And I'm going to tell you why, because because I actually like him. I'm a fan of him. I think he's a good dude. Uh, but let's see if today, on my birthday, if he cannot make me mad. Let's find out. Mad Mike and KOP. Hey, buddy. Hey. I, 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 first of all, I got to say, I love your intros. I, I feel very <laughs> special that you give me the kind of intros you give me. I, like, it's, 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 So I want to say, happy birthday. Thanks, you are. Man. No doubt the friendliest guy on the radio ever. Thanks, man. And I, I really enjoy listening to you, and I love uh, Go Birds. So, uh, so I wanted to call in and say happy birthday. And as your birthday gift, here is the happy Mike positive. Ooh, a rarity. Yeah. Uh, Eagles win uh, 69 nothing on Monday. <laughs> Uh, nice. Uh, coach Sirianni is going to be a Hall of Fame coach. <laughs> this is great. De- Devontae Smith, how many touchdowns? Five? De- Devontae has uh, – he sets the NFL record for touchdowns in a game. <laughs> nice. On his way to a Hall of Fame career. And Jalen Hurts is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and we keep him for the rest of his Mike, career. this Go is your birds. best call Happy ever. Birthday. My man, good to hear uh, from you, Mike. Mike. You rule, dude. Seriously, thank Have you. Have a good one. Uh, happy, you, happy, Mike, Mike from Look at that, Mad Mike. For all the haters out there, Mad Mike <laughs> called in for my birthday, and whether or not he was serious, I was gonna say he could have, you know, been a little more he serious. Yeah, but yeah, I but... appreciate it. You know, that was, uh, you know, that's he's a good, good guy. That I'm could a... not have been easy for him. I know, I know. I'm a Mad Mike defender. I, 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 wear, I will, I will defend that guy. Yes. I like Mad Mike. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's continue to squeeze as many as we can. Jeremy in South Jersey, Jer, how you been, buddy? What's up, Jimmy James? How you been, man? Oh, not too bad, brother. Happy birthday, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Good to hear your voice on a Saturday, man. Well, yeah, I know. It's, I listen to you guys all the time, and usually I get irritated by Elliot. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate you fighting through and calling anyway for James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, I didn't realize you 40, bro. You still, I know. Like, I know. You got a voice like, like Billy Joe, dude, that eternal, youthful voice. Thanks, man. Yeah, I like, uh, it's, 40. It's, it's forking awesome, man. Thanks, like, man. What are you, 81? <laughs> 20, 21, yeah, 1981. 21. No, I was born in 81, yes. But, wow. Yeah. Well, I was, I'm 82, so oh, I'm in, That's like almost I'm, the 70s. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting close, man. Yeah, you're almost. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jared, yeah, nice. guess what? What's up? The Cowboys are going to get their butt stomped this week, Tell bro. Them, baby. Tell them. Tell them. I love it. They're going to get they're going to get mollywopped. And I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be simple. Jalen Hurts is going to pit Devontae Smith for at least three 40-yard touchdowns. Wow. That would certainly be that impressive. That would be something. 120 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns for Devontae. That would be quite the Monday night football uh, Jared, introduction. thanks for calling in, man. I really yeah, appreciate hearing from you. Have a good day, right. brother. Thanks, Elliot. man. Appreciate it. My man. Stay strong, man. Right. I will. See Talk you, to Jared. you soon. So here, here's what I think real quick, and I know you're, you're the driver of this show. But we have so many great people on the board. We want to we want to talk to all of them. So you should get to you know get, try to get to them. Well, you want to get through as all of them? Yeah, exactly. Well, like a quick, a uh, 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 rapid fire type. Well, I want to. Okay, let's let's rapid fire. All right, you're saying like a happy birthday? Well, let's thing? get yes, yes. I okay. think we should we should turn to happy birthday. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Start. I was gonna, I gotta get my guy up here. Tommy in Vancouver's on the line. Tommy. 
Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you calling in, man. Tommy, much love, brother. Thank you. Much love to you, too. And, Rod, if you're listening, know that James Seltzer single-handedly has probably raised the rate of heavy-duty, heavy-hitter <laughs> callers into the station by at least 10%. <laughs> I love it. Tommy, you're the best, man. Thanks for calling in. Let's look at that. Shouting out the new PD there. Oh, let's, yeah, good point. <laughs> let's uh, let's fly through here. Anthony, Anthony Hartford. Hey, Ant. Yo, what's up, Seltzer? Happy birthday, Thanks, my man. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling. Hey, I just, I, I just wanted to check in because you guys oh, it's, ever it's since Anthony I moved to Hartford. Oh, it's Anthony and Dorenzo. Hey, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know yes. it was you, man. How are things? No, yeah, it's great. It's hey, good Odyssey here, but, uh... employee here, one of our coworkers. Oh, snap. <laughs> I just realized that. And great to hear from you, man. You're doing good up there? No, yeah, it's good. You guys have been my lifeline for the birds, and I just wanted to reach out. You guys always uh, have the, the best Eagles content, so Thanks. wanted to appreciate reach out to you. I call. really appreciate it, man. Keep crushing it up there, and, and keep hitting me up. Let me know how you're doing, all right? Yeah, for sure. I'll all talk right. to you guys soon. See you, Let's go to Glenn in Wisconsin. Glenn, how you been? Hey, James. Happy birthday, man. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Hope you guys it. are doing well. Enjoy you guys' content. I wish I could have talked more, but Dallas, I would say Dallas sucks for you right now. And I hope the Eagles go out there and win it, even though I'm not feeling great since my lot is hurt. Not uh, huge well, let, call next week, Glenn. I'll get you right up, man. Call next week. Okay, right? man. We Happy birthday. It. Hope you have a good weekend. Dallas sucks. Thanks, man. Dallas sucks. Joe in Harleysville. Hey. Hey. What's going on, yeah. Joe? Uh, happy birthday, James. Thanks, man. You guys have a tremendous show. I just Appreciate want to it. say I've hated Dallas since 1964 when Norm Sneed was a quarterback. And I, that is the number one most reviled team in the country. I am so with you, Joe. Thanks for the call. My buddy Enzo in Westchester. What up, Zo? Yo, James. Happy birthday, brother. Thanks, man. I, I really hope the powers that be listen, I hope the powers that be Odyssey are taking care of the best guy on radio for Odyssey for WRT, that is in the afternoon midday show. I love it. Mm. I love it. Enzo, thanks for calling him, brother. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, brother. I'll talk to you next week. Joe, this is the weirdest thing ever, by the way. Just being like, wish me happy. I birthday. mean, what a way to spend your birthday. Words, this is great. Joe and Audubon. What up, Joe? Hey, happy birthday, James. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. This is uh, hey, um, I'm thinking the Eagles are going to win the Dallas with something to prove. We got everyone in Dallas in Super Bowl week, so they're going to have something to prove. I love it. Joe, thanks for calling in and wish me happy birthday. Really appreciate it. One more. Ruben in Philly. What up, Ruben? What's going on, Jay? Happy birthday, man! Thanks, man. I really appreciate it, man. Man, listen, man. We go, we go, we gonna take, we gonna take care of the Cowboys. Twenty nine, twenty seven. That's the way to end last, the show, Ruben. Second drive, man. But listen, real quick, man. I've been trying to call for a lot now because I want to get on John Richie. But I guess I got to wait for call, that. Call on Monday. Yeah. yeah, call Monday. I'll get you up. You know, I, it's hard to get through, man. But tell John Richie, stop underestimating the Eagles, man. Stop that. <laughs> I love right. it, Rube. Thanks for calling uh, in, brother. Uh, what a cool thing. And thank you for suggesting that. That would have been Well, well-deserved. Look, people said a lot of nice things about you today. They're all true. So we're very uh, very lucky to have you on the show. And obviously, you can tell from the callers. You're yeah. very appreciated by everybody. I will say I'm humbled by everyone. You, Everyone who called in today, you are my heroes. Yes. I like appreciate you in a way you can't even understand like, literally, we would not be here doing this without you. So. Should we do predictions? Yeah, let's do predictions. All right, you want to go first? I'll go first, actually. You should Yeah, ask. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to so end look. with you predicting the Dallas Yeah, Cowboys so when, when we did this earlier in the doing. week, I said I thought it could be ugly. And I think that, you know, throughout the week, I've, I've looked at it more and, like, the line plays the advantage and all that stuff. But I just can't get out of my head how, how that offense struggled against San Francisco. It's a big spot. I think the defense is a bit due for a clunker, but I'm more concerned about the offense. So I'm going to go Dallas 27, Eagles 17. 
All right, so there's only one way. Yeah, there's only one way I could end this show with one score prediction uh, that will end this right. Do I think it'll be a close game? Maybe. But my prediction, the Philadelphia Eagles, 40, mm. the Dallas Cowboys, zero. Well, there it, oh, yeah, there we go. Perfect. If they get 40, I, all right, look, if they beat the Cowboys and score 40 points, 40 to they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, that is, like, uh, you know, that is a sign. Thank you again. Everyone who called in to wish me happy birthday, I'm humbled. I, I can't even tell you how appreciative I am to all of you. You are all amazing. And, um... And uh, thank you to, to Moshe Kravitz. Do an amazing job behind the glass. Awesome to have him in here. Thank you, one. James. I would not be the producer uh, I am today without oh you. My God. Happy birthday, Thanks, my buddy. Way too much love this show. It's a beautiful thing, though. Coming up next, I will still be here. We'll talk a little Phillies baseball. Leading off is coming up next. Again, thank you to everyone who called, listened, got involved, and thank you for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.